What's up, guys, and welcome to The Struggle Is Over, the podcast. I am your host, Latanya Hines, the author of the book, The Struggle Is Over, Finding Joy After Rape. Now, if you are new here, we are a bunch of joy chasers seeking to find joy in whatever life brings us. So stay tuned and let's get into it. Ooh, we we are talking about guilt today. Overcoming guilt, embracing our imperfections. Ooh, guilt, you know, guilt is like um, that backpack that we carry around. It makes us feel heavy and unworthy and distant from God. However, we are so blessed, y'all, and reminded of the grace and love that God offers us, even in our imperfections. As we talk about overcoming guilt, I love to dive into and get some insights from the words of Paul in Philippians so that together we can find strength to let go of any guilt that we are holding on to and embrace our imperfect nature. We are all humans, right? I know we are. We all humans. Everybody listening is human. So we are all imperfect. So let's go through some tips that might help us overcome some guilt that we may be dealing with. Now, have y'all heard the song? Give me a clean heart by Fred Hammond. Okay, now if you have not, oh my goodness, please, please, please go listen to that song. One of my favorite songs by one of my favorite artists. I love Fred Hammond. In Psalm 5110, we find these words, creating me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit in me. This verse reminds us that God's grace is always available to us, but we have to immerse ourselves in scripture with the seek God's wisdom and his guidance. Now, let me share um, this parable with you, right? This is the parable. We all know the parable of the prodigal son. We've all heard it or we use, especially us parents, we might've used that parable to reflect on if our children are doing something that we want them to come back from. Right? So it's from Luke 15, 11 through 32. That's where the, the, uh, the parable is. And it's a story of, a young man, if you don't know it, who made some terrible choices, just cutting a fool, y'all, just showing out. He was showing out, but found redemption. This parable reminds us that no matter how far we strayed, God's love and forgiveness are waiting for us with open arms. The parable of the prodigal son teaches us about God's unfailing love and how we can always come back to him. But now how can we apply this in a real practical way to our lives, right? So let's talk about some ways that we can do that. The first way is, like I said, embrace imperfection. We are not perfect. So let's get over ourselves. Not one of us are perfect without flaws and scars. Now, you know, one of the fundamental Christian principles is the acceptance of our imperfections. But get this. God doesn't even expect us to be perfect anyway. Instead, he offers us grace and forgiveness as long as we sincerely seek it. The Apostle Paul in Philippians 3.12 perfectly tells it exactly like it is. He says, not that I have already obtained all of this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Now, let me read you 
the verses from the message version. That's one of my favorite versions. Y'all know that because it puts it in layman's terms and it'll bring it really home. In the message version, he says, I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I have it made, but I am well on my way reaching out for Christ who has so wondrously reached out for me. And then he continues on to say, friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all this, but I've got my eye on the goal and where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running and I'm not turning back. Boy, Paul hits the nail on the head. Is it the nail or the head on the nail? The, Paul hits the nail on the head, you know, saying that he's not there yet. This acknowledgement allows him to release the guilt and strive for a deeper relationship with God for real. Right now, I'm not trying to be funny. Okay. But y'all know, y'all know some people have this God complex thinking that they are above it all. But let's get real here. We are all just regular folk. We may be special, but we are special to our parents, right? And to those that love us, we're special, super special. We love us, right? But we just regular, y'all. Y'all regular and I'm regular. I tell my kids all the time, I say, y'all are so special to me. I love y'all. Y'all are everything. I'm so proud of you. Y'all are dynamite. But in the real world, USA, y'all are regular to them, especially in the world we live in today. And I've got to teach you, tell my kids how to navigate this crazy world. And so I tell that to my kids. But in actuality, all of us, no one is immune to the struggles of this world. We're just regular. We deal with the struggles every day. We're all sinners. We're all in need of grace. And we're all susceptible to the ups and downs of life. And don't get caught up in the guilt thinking that you have to be perfect to serve God, right? Or to come to God or to seek him. Just come and do, and God will do the rest. Perfection is not a requirement to serve God. God's got you, imperfections and all. So that's our first tip. We got to embrace our imperfections. Seek to accept that we are a work in progress, just like Paul, just like Paul who wrote from the jail. Right from the jailhouse, not perfect at all. God doesn't expect us to have it all figured out. He's there to guide us. Now, let's talk about forgiveness. Another powerful Christian principle. As Christians, we have the privilege of seeking forgiveness through repentance, right? In 1 John 1 9, we find the promise, and it feels so, so good to have that promise. That if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. To overcome guilt, we must remember that God's forgiveness is readily available. As Christians, we have the privilege of seeking forgiveness through repentance, right? I mean, how many of us are are stuck on yesterday, right? Dealing with issues and traumas from 10 years ago. Let it go. Allow God to deal with those things. When we confess our sins and genuinely seek forgiveness, we allow ourselves to be cleansed and set free, free from the burden of guilt. Right. And this is so, oh, my gosh, so critical to our spiritual growth and our peace of mind. Because I'm telling you, sometimes 
I have to rebuke the things that I bring up myself to my own remembering, right? I bring it up. It comes to me and I rebuke it quick, you know, not to live in my yesterday. So that's your tip. Seek forgiveness. Remember that God's forgiveness is always available and it's a beautiful path to healing and to forgiving yourself. We got to dust our shoulders off and keep it moving. Now let's focus on renewal. What in the world does that actually mean? Focus on renewal. Well, going back to the scripture that I referred to earlier in Philippians 3, 13 and 14, when Paul, when I said I read the message version, Paul said, friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all this, but I got my eye on a goal where God is beckoning us forward to Jesus. I'm off and running and I'm not turning back. Paul emphasizes right then and there the importance of letting go of our past mistakes and sins. We should not be imprisoned by guilt over our past. First of all, it's mentally draining as heck and it weighs on us, right? When it doesn't even have to, because if we focus on our renewal in Christ and continue striving for spiritual growth and transformation, we can move forward and become a better version of ourselves. So that's the tip. Focus on renewal. Don't dwell on your past mistakes. Focus on your journey to becoming an overall better person with God's guidance. One of probably the most comforting Christian principle, at least to me, comforting, is understanding that God's love is unconditional. It's funny because Christians say that all the time about unconditional love, right? And I get so confused because the moment they find out someone is gay, they push away, condemn and judge. The moment they find out someone has tried drugs for the first time, they judge, quick to judge. Not saying that we shouldn't help the person that's doing drugs because we know drugs are bad, right? But quick to judge instead of versus supporting and giving resources to help them, right? Or the pregnant teen looking, judging, pointing, right? Condemning. And then whispering to the next person in their ear about it. And I can go on and on, right? The person shacking up, the person wearing skimpy clothes. Y'all know the laundry list, right? Where unconditional love falls short for us humans. In Romans 8, 1, we read, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. This verse tells us through our faith in Christ, we are free from condemnation and guilt. God's love isn't based on our perfection, but on his grace. You ever wonder why someone turns away from church because they've experienced some church folks that will have you laying in your guilt forever, right? And condemn you forever. And even when you turn that thing around, they seem to never forget it, right? But God's love, it's a love that goes way beyond our shortcomings. It's a love that draws us closer to him and it moves us beyond those things that we've gone through and allows us to live guilt free. That's the tip. Accept God's unconditional love. And I tell you, I struggle with that all the time because I bring up stuff from 20 years ago saying, gosh, I wish I would have wouldn't have done that. Right. Oh, gosh, I wish I would have made that choice instead of that one. Or, gosh, I regret that. 
But I need to remember that we are loved unconditionally by God, imperfections and all. So now what about confession and repentance? And that's between, you know, us and God, right? So, you know, when you, when you've messed up real, real bad, you feel bad about it. You feel super, super guilty. Well, in first John one, nine, it says that if you confess and admit your mistakes, God's got your back. It's like a clean slate, basically. Right. And be sincere when you're saying you're sorry. It's a game changer for letting go of guilt. And it it may also mean now apologizing to someone you hurt. OK, that's the tip. Confess and repent. The next tip is accountability. Y'all know life can throw us some doggone curveballs. Lord have mercy. I know I've dodged a few curveballs and going through that alone can be very, very tough. But here's the deal. We're not meant to do that alone, y'all. We're not meant to tackle our challenges and our traumas all by ourselves. God designed us to be in community with one another. So find that cool tail friend or that Christian group or some homeboys or your homegirls who are like minded, who share your faith and sharing your struggles with them makes this journey so, so much smoother. I'm telling you, just having that ally and that accountability partner. Ooh, we, everybody has that one friend that they can use for accountability that they can confide in and talk it through and vent and all those things. So find that person, that accountability partner. And finally, the last thing that I will say is pray regularly, man. Prayer is that direct line to God. Pray when you wake up, Pray in the middle of the day. Pray, pray, pray. Pray before you go to bed. Pray your little heart out. Ask for his guidance. And we got to let his peace fill us. You know, God, have your way. God, do what you desire in my life. God, guide me. God, speak to me through your Holy Spirit. Remember, we're not alone on this journey of growth in Christ. None of us have it all figured out. Keep the prayers going because God is listening and he will respond. Listen, overcoming guilt is no cakewalk. But with scripture as our guide, we got some pretty good directions. It's better than GPS. Keep in mind that none of us are perfect. Don't forget that. Don't forget that, please. But we've got a perfect and loving God watching our backs. So own your imperfections. Don't shy away from seeking forgiveness. Focus on renewal and bask in God's unconditional love. Take a page from Paul in Philippians. Remember, it's not about dwelling on our yesterday. We must let go of our past mistakes. It's all about that spiritual growth journey. By doing so, we can release that burden of guilt. We can experience freedom and peace that comes from God's grace. God, his grace is so good. When I think about the grace that he has had on my life in spite of me, I am so thankful for it. I get the check. I got chills right now. If y'all could see me because but for his grace. Oh, my God. Where would I be? Right. Oh, we I thank you for listening. I thank you for chasing joy in all things. And I hope that you found this episode helpful. Like I said, I'm basically helping myself, but I share it with the hopes that it will help even one more person, right? 
You're not defined by your past, but by your future in Christ. And remember, the struggle is over. And even if it's not over, even if you're still dealing with your yesterdays, let's be intentional about our joy. God bless.